You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you will get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm John Salling. And I'm Sherry Kropp. February 18th through 24th has been designated as National Engineers Week as a way to highlight the positive impacts that engineers make in not only our community, our city, our state, all across the country. Here at the City of Fayetteville, we have several engineers uh, that are in various fields, and we've invited a few of them on the podcast to talk about what they do. We have with us Brian McGill, Rob Stone, Ashley Yoon, and Jim Tallian. And thank you so much for joining us. With Engineers Week coming up, we want to um, highlight you all and talk about some of the types of work that engineers do and the different focuses. Let's start with Ashley. You're with the Public Services Department. Mm -hmm. And what is your focus as an engineer? Yeah, I am working on a various of the exciting project now. So the city uh, maintains maintain 21 bridges. So that we are repairing that. Uh, and I do the drainage improvements and the easements and support the watershed studies, encroachment permits, and development uh, plan reviews. So for example, that being a military town, that um, a lot of militaries moving in and out. So there is a pot, the moving pot installed the city right away. They must have an encroachment permit. And then they need uh, uh, my approval mm-hmm. <laughs> to install any inf- uh, infrastructure within the city right away. Mm-hmm. So you stay busy, very <laughs> busy. And how, how did you become interested in the engineering field? Well, uh, I stepped into the engineering field at my father's recommendation, who is a civil engineer and project manager in Korea. Uh So I studied and I became a civil engineer in uh, road construction. And when I moved to state, um, it was difficult to have my degrees transferred because it was a foreign degree. So I decided to have business administration degrees with Campbell University. And then that stepped me into uh, the position as an executive assistant position to supporting a public health director mm-hmm. with the Cumberland County. And my uh, former supervisor, he recommended me to go back to engineering field. So I decided to go to study at the FTCC and got an associate degree. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. And what do you find most rewarding about the work you do? Um, with my role in roadways and bridges, um, providing safety and connectivity to the citizens of Fayetteville is the most rewarding and makes me, me proud mm-hmm. to work for the city of Fayetteville. Now, um, when we think about engineering, we think, well, it's really kind of a male-dominated field, um, not so much anymore. I know with the city, we've got uh, a couple of female engineers. As a female engineer, what would you just say to someone, a young girl or another female that might be interested in um, the engineering field? So the interesting story that when I was in the engineering course in Korea, that was back in the old days, 
it was male dominated. So we have total about 270 students mm -hmm. and only eight females mm -hmm. <laughs> studied. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, the new generation, there's a lot of females that they are interested in, in the engineering field. So I would like to say, uh, focus on STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, uh, math subject during the high school and undergraduate students to build um, the solid academic mm -hmm. background mm -hmm. and explore the different um, specialties to find out what they are interested in, what field they are interested in, and then seek uh, guidance and mentorship mm -hmm. from experienced uh, professional in the engineering field. And then they will step into the good engineering and, career. And just to kind of build on that, Sherry and Ashley, uh, I'm, you know, as kind of a younger professional, I am seeing a lot of uh, more women enter into the engineering field. Uh, as a kind of a young engineer myself, I worked in the private sector prior to coming to the city. And whenever I graduated from UNC Charlotte, uh, you know, it was fairly male dominated. But my first private engineering firm that I worked with, uh, I want to say that the local office that I worked with, it was something like 52 or 54 percent female. And it was 50, oh. 50 people in the office. Wow. Um, now, it was, you know, architects and engineers and planners, but uh, whenever you have a broad mix of that, it, it was fairly evenly spread. Uh, and one of the things, uh, not only from there, that I learned was that uh, STEM as a whole is kind of having a broader push along the country, but across the world to have more women involved uh, in the education, not only on the college level, but also on the K-12 through level. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, uh, one of the organizations that I know of that has been kind of promoting women in engineering is the Society of Women Engineers, or SWE, which has been gaining traction. It's, it's something that I believe that uh, is doing wonderful and great things. So it's, it's definitely a beneficial thing to, to support. Mm -hmm. And Brian, um, since you're, you're talking, we'll, we'll go to you. Um, you are the city's traffic engineer, is that correct? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm the reason to blame for everything. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can blame you. What's your phone number so I can give it out so everybody can call? No, I no, you don't <laughs> do that. Um, so so tell us a little bit about what you do as a, a traffic engineer. Uh, so uh, essentially, uh, I'm the reason that you stop at all the red lights. Uh, that is the short of it. Uh, the long of it is uh, there are approximately 240 traffic lights in the city of Fayetteville. And I help maintain the traffic light timings or the patterns so that you guys can safely get to and from home or to and from your place of work, wherever you guys are trying to travel. Uh, along with all of that, uh, I work with the team to keep those upright whenever storms or events happen, like a drunk driver comes and hits a pole or something like that. Uh, or if, you know, if downtown gets shut down for whatever reason, like a hurricane comes through. Um, Outside of, you know, just maintaining traffic lights and making sure that, you know, the signal times are working correctly, uh, I also work with roadway design plans. And so if there's a project going on where the DOT is looking at widening a road, then the city would want to be involved with what's happening with uh, the laneage and what type of controls are going on, how it interacts with the businesses. And then also whenever developers are coming in and they say, hey, we want to put in a driveway here, or we want to put in you know, sidewalk over there, 
then traffic services, uh, they come in and they say, hey, uh, this driveway is too close to the traffic light. We, we want to have you put in sidewalk over here to make sure that pedestrians can move around. And so uh, traffic services as a whole, we, we have a kind of a push and a strive more towards safety. And that's kind of my overarching goal is to try and deliver safety wherever I can. Uh, but it, it's definitely a challenge. Sure. And what got you interested in this uh, specialty of engineering? Uh, so whenever I was a kid, I played with Hot Wheels Matchbox cars. Uh, and then in college or in high school, because I grew up here in Fayetteville and I went to 71st, one of the programs that they had there was computer-aided drafting or CAD. Um, and from there, whenever I went to college, I was like, okay, what has CAD? Because it came natural to me. I found engineering, and in engineering, I found transportation and traffic engineering, and I figured out, oh, hey, CAD, Hot Wheels, transportation, <laughs> let's go. Uh, and then from there, I just kind of kept going and going in traffic and transportation, and then I eventually found my way back home, and I'm just very happy to be here. So, And we're glad to have you here, too, because so many times, um, you know, kids that grow up here they'll go to college they'll graduate and then they go somewhere else and use all those skills somewhere else and we like to see them back here in Fayetteville being used. And so uh, what keeps you going with your job what do you enjoy about it? Uh, I mean the air conditioning is nice. (laughs) Uh, I don't know I've done I've done the physical labor but it's it's the mental challenge and just knowing that uh Part of it is being able to solve today's problems, but also knowing that some of the changes that I'm able to implement into the field, I can actually see and feel with my hands and also know that the impacts that I'm delivering uh, is something that is impacting, you know, my my family and my friends and things that is delivering change. Uh, A lot of things that are in the engineering field, they deal with things that you might not necessarily grasp or have a, a way to kind of put your hands on. But whenever it comes to transportation, it's something that everybody can kind of grasp. Everybody knows about driving. Everybody knows about cars. Everybody knows, you know, car crashes. And whenever it comes to traffic and safety, it's something that kind of, it, it, there's always a goal to keep going and striving for. And that just it keeps me motivated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the um, <clears throat> types of things that you work on are things that we can all visually see with our eyes. And um, But, Jim, I'm going to go to you because you're in stormwater and you work a lot with the drainage and, like, things that happen under the ground that people might not be able to see. So talk about your position. Well, yes, drainage and sidewalks are my two primary focuses. But um, I've mostly been in water my career, water in a wide variety of ways from <clears throat> the Mississippi River down to water flowing through a, a gutter in an intersection. So that variety of, of magnitude of water has been manifest itself the whole time. Right now, of course, I'm focused on stormwater pipes and new systems to alleviate flooding, which the city has made a pretty significant commitment to, to alleviating flooding. And so we have, oh, probably a dozen or so projects in various mm-hmm. stages of design, construction, planning, talking about, etc. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's and you asked other people what got them in, involved. So I'll I'll tell you that because when I was between my freshman and sophomore years in college, there was a flood, a huge flood in my hometown, and I was just overwhelmed by where did all this water come from? How how can it possibly be this creek that normally flows? two feet deep is now 20 feet deep. What happened there? And that really triggered a big interest in me into water 
and how it gets into our environment through the rain and then what we do with it once we sort of try to take control over it, which we do with varying degrees of success. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been in the engineering field? 45 years. 45 years. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And and you're fairly new um, here with the city of Fayetteville. Yes, six months here. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, it's been an interest. Like I said, I did. I used to at one point I would tell people that I ran the Mississippi River <laughs> because I had ten dams that I analyzed every day and how much rain fell last night in half the states of the union and how much water do we hold and how much do we release. Um, I don't do that here in Fayetteville. We don't have we have. Uh, a lot of dams in Fayetteville, but they're much smaller, and most of them have no manipulation. We can't really control how much flows in and out of them. But the larger dams I dealt with back then, we had huge gates that allowed us to change how much water we held and how much we let go. Where were you working before that you were kind of running the Mississippi there? I was working in St. Louis, Missouri. I worked for the Army Corps of Engineers, and we had 10 dams. And then I've also worked for other core districts as a consultant, helping develop the policies by which dams are run. You know, you, you can't just make those decisions on the fly the day the, rent, the floods come. You have to have a plan in advance. And so I worked for many years developing those plans for other dams on the Cumberland River in Kentucky and um, Tennessee. Sure. And what brought you, uh, what got you interested in the Fayetteville area? Uh, my granddaughters. <clears throat> My son's who's in the army, of course, and um, my other son moved here because his brother lived here. So I have four granddaughters here, and we're thrilled to be around them on a weekly basis. And we're thrilled that you uh, brought that experience and that knowledge here to Fayetteville as well. It's fun. It's a nice city. I I was somewhat reluctant to move here, but now that I'm here, I'm thrilled to be here. Really. Well, we were talking about the the female involvement in the engineer. I will mention that. Quite a few times in my career, I've had female supervisors. I've reported to females. So it's it's not just uh, uh, an introductory thing for females anymore. They are definitely getting into leadership and, and um, asserting them, there's themselves. Girl power. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I know there's a, um, one specific day during Engineers Week that's dedicated to um, girls learning about engineering. I think it's Girls' Day. Yeah, right? that is. Girls' Day is February 22nd. Mm-hmm. So we've learned a little bit about um, traffic services. We've learned about engineering um, with bridges and roadways and stormwater and drainage. And now we're going to go to Rob Stone. <laughs> and Rob, you are a construction uh, engineer. You're in that field, right? Correct. Um, I'm the director for our construction management and capital projects department. Okay. So let's uh, first find out w- why you became interested in the engineering field. Um, I think very similar to what some of the other um, folks talked about here. Um, I, I loved math. I, was, I enjoyed math. I loved problem solving. Um, and even in my, um, during high school, my, I had an uncle that was in construction and I would help him do some projects. And I also did a little surveying with some uh, with a family member that was a surveyor on the side. And so I did, I did quite a bit of that um, in my younger days. So. Mm-hmm. And talk about some of the projects that you work on as a construction engineer. Sure. Right now we have several projects going on. We, uh, of course, we've had the Parks and Rec Bond that passed a few years ago, and we have several projects underway. Uh, we just finished the Bill Chris Senior Center uh, last year. 
We have the um, new senior, the senior center east, which is over here off Murkison Road, very close to downtown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we should be finishing that up uh, this month or very close to it. Um, it's very a lot new. of people are excited about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, we had a really impressive response to the Bill Chris Center. It's been mm-hmm. amazing how it's many beautiful. people. So we're, we're looking for the same reaction here in town. Uh, we're working on a fire station um, uh, up on Bragg Boulevard, a new fire station forward replacement for an older station out there. Uh, we have uh, the Veterans Park project. That's really we're looking for some additional funding for that right now. But that's and a continuation of, of the uh, VT of VP project. Another uh, Parks and Rec bond project we just opened up was the Gilmore Center, the North mm-hmm. Gilmore Center. Um, that was it's a therapeutic center for our uh, special needs community. Um, it took a little while to get that one completed. We added to it, redid entirely, and we had. Uh, uh, really great response to that, the new, the new facility yeah, there. Yeah, did so. a lot of renovations on the inside sure did, there. Yeah. Um, did you mention the tennis center? Have not. That's yeah. another one of the Parks and Rec Bond. It's underway. Um, it's between uh, Bragg, uh, Bragg Boulevard and Murkison Road on Filter Plant. But it's a new tennis center. Um, the, the, we should be playing, actually playing tennis on courts here uh, not too many months. I think, uh, I think in April is what we're shooting for. Uh, the actual tennis center itself is still under design, mm-hmm. so we'll be finished with that. So once they get that design done, it'll take about a year to finish that actual center, but we should be playing tennis there pretty soon. So, And in addition to the tennis courts, you also have pickleball courts that are going in over there. I know there are a lot of people excited about that. Yeah, that's uh, very popular now. So yes, there. Uh, we were joking to the um, Parks and Rec Department that they may have to convert some of the other tennis courts to pickleball <laughs> as well, but I think there's four now planned uh, for the, for the um, tennis center. So. Okay. And how long have you been with the city as an engineer? Um, I have been with the city five years now. This is actually a second part of my career. I started with Department of Transportation. I actually retired from NCDOT. Okay. I graduated from NC State, go pack, um, as a construction engineer. I was a civil engineer construction option, but I co-opted with the Department of Transportation, and I really didn't do anything I didn't like, and it led into a, a, a field. I started out very similar to Brian. I was a traffic engineer is mm-hmm. where I started out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's kind of funny. I've looped all the way back around to come to where I actually went to school for is actually building buildings. So that's what I'm doing now. But I, I worked with the, uh, with the state over 25 years, and I was private uh, for almost two years before. I, and in between that, um, I was with the public services uh, initially, and then went private for a little while and then came back as the construction management okay. engineer. Okay. And uh, between the group of you uh, with Engineering Week, trying to show and tell the public a little bit about what it means being an engineer, do any of you have advice or information that you would give to someone considering that career path? Absolutely. I mean, part of what we already mentioned, the STEM, focus on the science, technology, engineering, uh, and math. If, you're, if any of that interests you, there is probably something in the engineering field that you would be able to enjoy Engineering covers a broad area, everything from software, chemical, electrical. All of us are civil, basically civil engineers, but and it's civil itself has a lot of different um, aspects to it. But uh, air, if you like airplanes, uh, aeronautical engineering, there is a lot of uh, opportunities in engineering to, to do different things. What are the different types of engineers? Civil engineering, aeronautical, you mentioned, what, what are some of you the You have other ones? mechanical, you have mechanical, electrical, yeah. um, again, uh, just about aerospace, about anything you, nuclear, wow, environmental. <laughs> if you just name a word and put engineering after there's it, somewhere. You know, <laughs> so it is a great field to go into. I, I don't think that you would ever not be able to find a job as an engineer, right? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But to, to answer your question about, you know, advice for people that might be looking to get into this field, I will give advice that, you know, my professor gave whenever he was doing intro to engineering. Uh, don't go into this for the money. Go into it because you actually want to go into it. Uh, because if you're trying to go into this for the money, there are other options that are easier that give you a lot more money. It is challenging. Mm-hmm. The schooling especially is is difficult. It, it's you know you have to come come out of high school being pretty prepared, or or you will not do well in, in the college programs. And then I guess I have one final question for each one of you. Um, what would you say is the most interesting? And this can be either fun or challenging or rewarding, however you want to look at it. What is the most interesting project that you've worked on as an engineer? Well, I'll go because I just left uh, the city of Lynchburg, Virginia, where we were rebuilding all of our downtown, basically, all of our water, sewer, storm, uh, streetscapes, landscaping, curbs, gutters, everything in the midst of the middle of downtown in the central business district. And not only was it a real engineering challenge to get everything under the ground, but we had to keep 80-some businesses functioning at the same time literally in the middle of a construction site. And so it was not only the engineering, but it was also the <clears throat> the social aspects and the, and the communication and, and all that to keep everything going uh, at the same time in addition to doing the work that needed to be done. It was really, really challenging and a lot of fun and, and very rewarding when we got done. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple. Um, it's hard to pick for just one. Um, with NCDOT, we, we um, designed and built a couple of um, uh, bypasses where one of them was the Sanford bypass where you took NC87 and went around Sanford. Uh, that was a very challenging project. Uh, we had some challenges with the contractor there, and it was behind schedule, and we had some challenges with the with the soils out there, so it took a took a lot to get through that. And then also um, I, did, I, I wasn't involved in actual construction because I had left NCDOT then, but in the design of the Ashboro bypass around the zoo and all that. That's just uh, it's just amazing area out there, and, and being able to work all that and make see that actually happen, and, and how much it improves the area. Um, one of the more challenging challenges since I've been with the city uh, was when Matthew came through, uh, Hurricane Matthew came through, and everyone remembers mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, the city lost a, a large portion of its infrastructure in that time. Uh, we had substantial flooding, and if anyone was here, they remember just about everything was underwater, mm-hmm. and just. Coming back from that, being able to, to see that happen and, and, and try to improve that, and uh, uh, public services actually, especially now, they're working on trying to make sure that doesn't happen again. Try to improve that as it goes. But that 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 was uh, at the as one of the most frightening things I've been through, as well as then one of the most rewarding as well as making see those improvements and hoping you can prevent it from happening again. Well, we certainly thank all of you for everything that you do. You make a great impact in the city, and, um, and, and you know, we appreciate everything that you do. And we especially appreciate you coming on the show today to talk about everything that you do and maybe encourage someone that might be interested in the engineering field um, to move towards that. And for Engineers Week, I know that we're going to highlight all of the engineers within the city in in various ways. And one way is through the podcast. Um, So we want to make sure that the listeners know that we'll be having photos and a little bit of information on all of our engineers on our webpage. You can just go to FayettevilleNC.gov and uh, slash Engineers Week. And the podcast will be housed there. 
For me as well, thank you guys very much for coming out and chatting with us some about your specialties about this career field. That wraps it up for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, Spotify, TuneIn, and more. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fayetteville has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app available on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. And you can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. And to get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.